And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud to remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, Freedom will survive. Not only survive, but thrive. So, guys, it's time to put on a pack. It's time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us, for all those generations that's going to come behind. Let's save America, folks. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, your host, Jovan Hutzer. Okay, folks, welcome to uh, this special edition of uh, Cut the Crap. Hang on. Welcome to this uh, special edition. I'm always already kind of getting uh, flustered at the moment. But welcome to this special edition of uh, Cut the Crap. I really appreciate you being here. Um, I want to set some ground rules right up front. I have invited the people in Arizona to be more than welcome to join me live on the program and defend their position. And you know how I am about that, polite. Just do it. Just talk it through. If there ever was a time in politics to discuss things, it is now. If there ever was a time in politics to get things out into the open and cleared up, it is now. There will be many things that I say this evening you might not like. 
I am not saying anyone is a criminal. I have come to realize that many people who are involved in this or running our elections just actually don't know any better. I have learned just because somebody has an R or a D or a senator or a rep by their name, it does not mean they know anything about elections in America and how they're run. I know you know, and we now know, that word salad and word sausage is what politicians do. We have now learned that politicians cover for each other. We now know that there are okay politicians, good politicians, and predominantly bad politicians. We know our country hungers for true politicians that will do exactly what they say. We know that for a fact. That we just want legislators in office that remember they work for the people. That the people do not answer to them. I would fully expect with me calling this out, there will be political retaliation. And just as I've always been, I will be very transparent about who it comes from and who sicks the dogs. I can tell you that there are politicians that do not want to know the truth. There are politicians that think they know the truth. There are many more politicians that cannot handle the truth. Over the last few weeks, I've been in tense discussions with a top-level person, won't name names in this one because it's not relevant. The action's what relevant. Very well-connected. Traipsing across the country about election integrity, hoorah, 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 hoorah. Finally get down to brass tacks regarding lawsuits in Arizona. Showing evidence. And they always kind of play the game, well, who did it? Who did it? How do you know? And you kind of got to go through this drill nonstop. Which is why all these conversations in my life are recorded. Which if you see my emails, that's what it clearly states at the bottom of my emails. Because of the sensitive nature of things I deal with. And because of the type of work I do and intellectual property, all of my conversations are recorded. You would think in this day and era that we would have politicians that would stand upright for the United States of America, you would think politicians would be at the head of the line to defend America and to defend the people of America. You would think they are the people that would lead all of us into the battle to fight to correct things. I have found just the opposite. When this particular elected official pushed and pushed and pushed, when I said, are you sure you want me to explain the candid truth of how this was done? 
and said yes. I will not go into details, but when I told it, his response was, oh my God. This is the kind of stuff you get killed for. I have a new family. Oh my God, oh my God. And I woke up sharing more information about what's going on in Arizona, and the politician cut me off with instructions to never call again. That's how bad this battle and this war is. To know me is to know they've already made attempts on my life, disrupted my life, punished me into the ungodly millions. And there will probably be political retaliation for just having this transparency discussion. I don't think you find out what a politician's about until you really get down to the brass tacks and you share with them the facts. But it's true for him. He lived up to the quote, you can't handle the truth. And it scared him. And he bailed on all of us. Now, for a very brief recap. And by the way, I I need everybody to help me out this evening. Thousands of you watching, please do me a favor. Watch all of the places where everybody watches. I can't watch them all. Watch the chats, and if I get notified that one of the lawmakers or otherwise is there or around, same with Twitter, I can't monitor it all. Let me know. I will send them the link and hope they come on. If you are a friend here or have been a friend here or family here, and you are now upset with me because you think I have done something to shame Borelli and Fan, then I invite you to come on too. There's only one caveat. We'll stay on topic. But when you ask, I'm going to give you the answer. And I'm going to show you the facts. This is only about facts. If you go back to Arizona and hear how, here it is, how ironic I'm having this discussion with you live, November 3rd, 2022, and we're exactly two years out from the greatest crime ever committed in America. And at this time, two years ago, Everything was okay. It would only be a few hours forward in the future here that we would know, America, we have a problem. I, for one, did not know what I was getting into. I knew technology could find it and solve it. I knew technology could identify it and it would not be emotional about it. 
In the technology world, it either is or it isn't. You can't influence it when you're doing an investigation. It either is done how it's supposed to be done or it is not. It either is a real vote or it is not. That is the binary, not in our kid's sexuality term, but that is the binary nature of technology. It's science, folks. You do not know what you're going to find until you get into it. My education in this is an ongoing, ever-growing process. I didn't know really what the swamp meant until I did this. I didn't know how many traders there were until I did this. I would have never believed that when the world, and I mean the world, much less the United States of America, felt something went wrong the night of November 3rd, 2020, I would have never thought saying, okay, let's just use advanced sciences and technologies, and we will get a clear-cut answer. We will either be able to put this to rest and just acknowledge the win, or we will discover our worst nightmare that America and our elections are not and haven't been for a very long time what they seem. I live with the very real reality this will most this work will most likely cost me my life. I live with that every day. It scares the hell out of my family. But it is the price I am, in fact, willing to pay to get answers for every one of us, but to more importantly, throw my skills in the ring and do what I can to correct the path our nation our great nation is on. It doesn't scare me, and no, I'm not suicidal. It's just a reality that I knew going into this. My family watches this. I've said this before. It scares them every time I say it, but they know it's real. I have so much more to give this planet I don't want to check out. But when you do this kind of work, it's very real to do it. I learned the hard way to what extent the system will go. We've learned the hard way what extent they will use lawfare to crush you, to bankrupt you, to taint your name, to attack you, to whisper behind around corners and behind closed doors, to bend people's ears, to do anything they can 
to keep people from knowing the truth. But what's most important to understand is the reason we're having this discussion today is because basically yesterday a report came out from Arizona that was a deeper extension of the signatures on the ballots. Forgive me if you've heard some of this earlier today in my private broadcast. You got it first. I'm going to repeat some of it today. But in June 2021, I had found out that the Senate had authorized the digital copying of the ballot envelopes specifically for the signature check. I was never told who was doing the work. I just knew they were going to acquire the images. We had been asking for it already. I had a private dinner behind closed doors with Karen Fan and Doug Logan. But now I know why the meeting was behind closed doors. I now know that in an effort for me to try to play nice with Arizona because I was doing the forensic work, I agreed that it'd probably be controversial for me to be on site. So trying to play nice, I agreed to not set foot in Arizona during the audit. Everything was shuttled back and forth by couriers. I now know that that was part of an orchestrated plan to do their best to make our work as invisible and give them plausible deniability that it was even done. I now see it clearly. But these are the things you learn in hindsight. Now we'll speed up. We'll call it, I'm just going to do rough numbers, we'll call it 1.7 million ballots delivered by mail back as counted ballots in Maricopa County, Arizona. Those ballots are supposed to be signed by the voters and properly filled out. This is the battle being had in every state. And even though we had a win in Michigan 24 hours ago saying they couldn't count certain things, a liberal judge in Michigan just undid it and said, you can go by the rules they made up and you have to. This is the game. This is lawfare. This is how it works. You can imagine, to my surprise, when sitting watching the presentation, the second presentation in Arizona, 
I already knew things were potentially happening because Doug Logan told me very transparently that the GOP attorney, Corey Langford, threatened him and said, we will not protect you from lawsuits if you use Jovan's information. You cannot present it. And they threatened Doug with everything he had. Ironically, they still screwed Doug, drove him and his family into bankruptcy, him and his 12 children and wife into bankruptcy over this. But that's the way they play it. And there were many lawsuits that you saw filed that never went everywhere. And it's because, as many legal experts looking back agreed, they were filed wrong intentionally from the beginning. But now we find out we have these images. Back early in the beginning of the audit, unbeknownst to me, Dr. Shiva wanted to do the audit. Dr. Shiva was not approved of that and couldn't pass the vetting. Then there were three of us. It was Doug Logan, myself, and Mr. Cotton. There was a company involved called, or out of Pennsylvania, that was terminated because many things went wrong in the audit, and I knew there were problems, and I knew there were manufactured problems. But you can imagine, to my surprise, the day that the new final presentation is being done in Maricopa, that I see just things that appalled me, such as Ken Bennett, who was the leak at the audit that was letting in the left-wing press. Everybody knew about it. Everybody talked about it. I wasn't there to witness it but I'm being told about it continually. So you can imagine I was floored when he was there giving a presentation. And the first thing out of his mouth was, well, the most important finding of this audit in Arizona was the count is basically the same. Now that tells you immediately where Ken Bennett's head is. And by the way, in Arizona, we have to vote for him again because some way he weaseled his way in. And we'll be on the ticket. And unfortunately, folks, hold your nose and vote for him. Prior to the program on my locals, free for everybody, not behind a paywall, free for everybody. You can follow. You do not have to pay to be a supporter. You can follow all you want. I have put the 97-page report that, as you saw Sonny Borelli today on Steve Bannon War Room, and Bannon himself is not interested in election integrity, nor will he cover real facts. Borelli answering Bannon going, why didn't cyber ninjas find this? And you see Borelli say, we don't know. That's the reason I'm posting that 97, 98 page document, because everything I'm going to talk about and everything you thought was new crap yesterday in a report, you're going to read in that report a year ago. I have learned that politicians play favorites on everything, and they would rather feed you to the wolves than acknowledge somebody who has called them out for being inadequate was right. 
they will never do that. When you saw me present my findings in Arizona, part of the game was Karen Fan would not let it be presented in the Senate, nor Borelli. And that's why we had to do it in a remote location, because there were no way they're going to authorize it. And Karen Fed said, hell no, I won't do anything for him. That's Karen Fan. I have never talked to Sonny Borelli. I have some 40 emails and calls into Sonny Borelli over two years, have never received an email or a phone call back, ever. I have never debriefed Sonny Borelli. I have put Sonny Borelli on notice to stop talking smack about me early on, which he did quite liberally. But I did meet him at a sheriff's meeting very briefly, in and out, that was it. So I cannot speak for Sonny Borelli and his character. I can only speak for 40-some emails and messages, none returned. I can only speak to 40-some-odd videos showing evidence that not one did he watch. Nor did Karen Fan. You can make any decision you want from that factual information because that's factual information. We always knew there would be issues in Arizona. And I think in the political field, just like the person that tried to bribe me, and by the way, there's always a reason to hold back information when the stakes get really high like they are right now. Basically said, look, all our kids go to school together. We don't want to put our buddies in jail. So I knew there was going to be problems. And I knew this was a click, a click I would never fit in nor do I desire to be part of. What I'm doing tonight is not personal. It's just business. What I'm doing tonight is sharing your voice and the questions you should ask. What I'm doing tonight is speaking up for you. One of the people involved in this reached out and said, why don't you fly in and sit down? And we'll have a discussion about this. And I said, no way. We can do it out in the open. Not flying in. I just think that would be hazardous to my health, if you know what I mean. So I am only here speaking for you. I do not like being in this position. It is not my nature to out things just for the sake of outing them. If it moves the ball and it helps the United States of America, that's what I'm going to do. But I need you to embrace the fact I am not a politician. I need you to embrace the fact I don't give a single rat's fuck what they think about me. I have never asked anybody to like me. I have never forced anybody to like me. I have never begged anybody to like me because I don't give a shit. But what I give a shit about is the United States of America and us staying free and us not losing our country. 
So when I found out these ballots were scanned, we started asking for them. At that time, I'm pressing Karen Fan very hard. Look, we need the mail images. We need the mail covers. We need the postage information. I gave her a laundry list of everything we needed to do a sufficient audit. All six requests were ignored. All six requests were stopped by GOP attorneys. The information was so damning, they did not want it coming out. So you can imagine to my surprise when we find out that Shiva did image analysis. Yes, Shiva basically called me a pile of shit. But I'm a big enough grown man that I can admit Shiva did a good job in his assessment of the no signatures in the ballots. And I said so publicly, and I don't need him to like me. There was no validation there for me I need. However, I was always nagged by his findings that they suspiciously came in under the amount that would be required to overturn the election. That bugged me. And I could never figure out why Shiva decided to go on an attack of me. Again, another person, 20-some-odd emails, trying to get information from him and whatever. I now understand what his job was. But Shiva did an adequate job. I'm going to talk more in a minute. The way I was informed from multiple parties how this came down is Randy Pullen, the very person running around Arizona saying, don't use Jovan, don't do it. The very same fellow that offered Doug Logan in the midst of a crisis that would bankrupt his family, he'd give him $2 million if Doug swore not to use my findings. Doug told them, He would never use this word, but he told him to go screw himself. Doug told the state to go screw themselves when they were trying to get your volunteer information, phone numbers and numbers, so they could harass you. He stood strong for you. Anyway, same Randy Pullen. Randy Pullen hired Shiva, specifically. Randy Pullen acquired the envelopes and had them digitized. These digitization of the envelopes has always been in the possession of Randy Pullen. He's not the county. He's not the elected official. He's not even on the election board, but he did insert himself in and did a ton of crap behind the scenes to stop stuff. This is why you need to understand, I put this in writing well over a year ago. That's why I document. And now we're at a crisis problem with what's going on in Arizona that I'm going to enlighten you about. Once I realized the ballots were, in fact, already in digital form, I begged, borrowed, and pleaded, please get me these envelopes Let my team do this work. I asked them for nothing. I said, this is critical to get 
answers. We've got to get on it. This is a 15-month process. After getting continual no's and trying to get help from all kinds of other patriots, they, just like my team, was told it wasn't possible, they had been destroyed, it was not available, Randy wouldn't release them, all kinds of stuff. And in fact, a Freedom of Information request in Arizona by the Arizona Mirror calls out a letter that I sent to the Senate, and I basically said, this is horseshit that Randy Pullen is not going to turn over documents just because he doesn't like Jovan. The way I speak here is the way I speak in a letter. And I called him out for it. The press got a hold of it and actually published that letter. I am no different behind scenes than I am right here. You do not have to worry about me stabbing you in the back. Because if I have something to say to you, I'm man enough to stab you right in the fucking face. That's how I operate. But then you can get it over and done and you can deal with it because this is a war and we can move on. But I was concerned that Shiva's work was somehow magically under the threshold, which statistically didn't match. See, I was in possession of the provisional rejections. Although other people, junior college professors, says that's stupid, it's public data, it's nothing. When you audit all the previous information, you actually find out what they did. And we found out that they disqualified thousands of ballots for no signature, for we don't think it matches, and there's not enough signature here. We found out from Shiva's work on the end of the audit that... There were thousands of ballots allowed in the election that had no signature. That is what's called a violation of the 14th Amendment, meaning equal application under the law. You cannot have rules at the beginning of the election that gets rid of ballots for no signature or I don't like the way it looks, or it's not enough signature, but at the end of the signature at the election, not pay attention to it. Personalities like Steve Bannon don't give a rat's ass about the facts. They just want to play the GOP game. That's what they do. They're not going to tip their hat to do anything controversial because they hope they'll get back into politics and they play favors. And if you're in the favors game, yeah, you got to pay flavors to that. But see, you can't have two directives in an election. You either violated the first thousands and thousands, or you violated the second thousands and thousands. Which was it? But neither of them should have counted. But I knew from our first analysis, based on the numbers that Shiva gave, that Shiva was not being transparent with the truth. I knew there was a problem. I began stepping up our game Get me the envelopes. Please get me the envelopes. Please get me the envelopes. We endured several months of will try. We endured, well, Randy Pullen won't give them up, to, well, they're possibly destroyed. I went to a very top patriot who I was told can get them and will help. I pushed and pushed and pushed for it. And we had very extensive conversations about why I needed them and how I would do it. 
In fact, I did a recorded Zoom explaining everything that needed to be done to them. Basically, I did education on it. Even up to not even a few weeks ago, I was asking, did you get a hold of the ballot images? And my last multiple request went totally unanswered. You can imagine my surprise yesterday when I find out the ballot images was out and somebody was working on them. You can find my... You can imagine my surprise when I find the very person that was going to acquire the ballot images for me was the actual person whose team was now doing the investigation. I'm like, what? You can imagine as it goes on during the day, and I'm, I'm getting facts during the day, and I reached out to this person first before I talked, and I'm still not going to name the person. They've already outed themselves on social media. I'm not. I'm going to respect that because I don't believe anybody did anything on purpose here, but I do believe you have to understand how this game is played, and you can't naively go into it because somebody kids had a computer and they said, well, we can do it. Screw Jovan. You can also imagine to my surprise that I understood investors stood up and funded the creation of a signature artificial uh, intelligence program that could vet out the signatures to see them, to isolate them. You can certainly imagine my surprise when they knew we already had that developed, ready to go. You can imagine my surprise. Why did you go raise money for that when we already had these tools? And I've just been saying, get us the envelopes, we're on it. And this is where I, it brings me to today. I don't think anybody did anything on purpose on the election integrity side. I applaud the fine work they did in their presentation, and I will get into it. But I applaud their heroic work. They did a good job. It's kind of like they had a path of how to do it. It was impressive. And they found by investigating 5% of the envelopes, massive, massive irregularities, which by default proved Shiva did not do his job. In specific, Shiva intentionally lowballed the numbers to play the game for the politicians and to be nice and loved, but his primary job was to attack me. But he needed credibility to be allowed into audit, and they allowed him in the audit. I will explain that for you. Um, so you understand what I'm talking about, because I can show it to you in a very simple graphic. And by the way, do not forget the entire report that Doug published, 98 pages, is on jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com for download. You do not have to pay behind a paywall. You just have to follow. It's right there, right at the top. Download it. 
the reason I did this is because Borelli and others now are doing the media tour claiming, wow, they had no idea. Look what they found, which is horse shit. And Borelli had the gall to come out and said, well, see, it proves Shiva was right. No, it didn't. It proves Shiva was dead wrong. And let me tell you why he was dead wrong. He talked about ballots that didn't have signatures, but magically they were low. We knew they were low. But not about something like this. This is one of the findings that the folks in Arizona did, did a fantastic job. And they only looked at 5% of the ballots and found a very large handful of these. You can clearly see it on the screen because I'm not doing my radio broadcast at the moment, that it says voter unable to scan due to COVID restrictions or sign. Voter unable to sign due to COVID restrictions. That's horseshit. Not a law, not a rule. But there were all kinds of votes that say that. In fact, they found a massive handful of them, and they've only done 5% of the ballots. Now, if Shiva would have done his job at AI looking for signatures and blanks, he would have found that. But you never heard about it until this report. We knew that junk was there. I want these ballots, envelopes, because I can identify for you the election workers that signed people's names. Because I have 25,000 election workers' signatures we've ingested. And even my cursor review of this report, I can tell you who signed it in many of these nefarious ballots. The proposition was very simple send us the envelopes, let us process them real quick, let's find all of the missing ones, all of the bad ones, all of the blank ones. Now, here's the game being played in Arizona. This will be a legal discussion. Bear with me. I will be gentle and I will go slow. What is coming out right now and the excuse they're using is they only got the information 30 days ago. That's horseshit. They only got the information 30 days ago. I'm going to give you the word sausage because Borelli delivered this fat sausage in Twitter. Again, Borelli and I don't have to be friends, and I can ensure you we're not friends. But we do have a country to protect. And if he's the master sergeant, drill sergeant, Marine, he says he was which my father is that master sergeant, drill sergeant. I know how to communicate with him and go through it. But there's no valor there. There's a lot of avoidance, which I would call the badge of a coward. If you can't even have a conversation man-to-man about saving not only your state, but your country. That's called playing games. So what we offered was very quick. We could ingest these real quick. You can see which ones to go for. You can go for the kill. You can work them out. They found many irregularities, which I'll cover in a moment, in these ballot envelopes. But they they came out with an interesting saying that, oh, we only got them 30 days ago. That is not true. And then they tried to backpedal online and said, well, we were waiting for the county. This was their second excuse. We were waiting for the, or the, no, excuse me. We only got, first, go back. 
first excuse was, well, they wouldn't let us release anything. We hadn't got approval to release it yet. Bullshit. You already released them because Shiva did work. Then the next one was, well, they didn't approve us letting this information out yet. And I said, how convenient is that considering at midnight tonight, midnight tonight, wherever you're watching this, the statute of limitations in order to sue and get criminal charges filed expires. I'm going to teach you about that in a moment. I thought, how convenient, how convenient. What are the odds that one day before the statute of limitations, all of a sudden they're talking about this information? In fact, what are the odds that before the 22-month thing was up, which we just went through, remember that, that the GOP filed 70 lawsuits and announced them three days before the statute of limitations was up. Patterns are patterns, folks. But you see, when you file a bad lawsuit, you still get to be your hero. You just got to say, oh, shucks, those bad judges, they wouldn't listen. We'll try again. Or you drag it all out. Look what we're doing. Beat on our chest. We're filing suit. Oh, you mean we can't use it? We didn't know that. But see, everybody looks good before a campaign. Isn't it interesting? We're five days away from that event. Everything happens for a reason, is coordinated and planned. Therefore, as I got through the excuses, and we got through all the laundry lists of the excuses today, and by the way, I checked with the party, went right to the horse's mouth, and I said, why would you even entertain all that crap with me? And then all of a sudden, your team's doing it? What qualifies you to do this? And then I find out they raised money. Okay, I got it. But they could have actually told me, Jovan, they hate your guts. They don't want to use you. You know what I would have said? Are you sure? They would have said, yeah, they hate your guts. No way. I said, did you really ask? They would have said, yeah, I really asked. I said, okay, then let me tell you how to do this. I'll help you through it. But see, that phone call never came. And it's because all of these groups play games like it's a competition. This is not a competition of who gets the bragging rights to save America. Some of these suits are specifically filed false because they want to force it to the Supreme Court. That's their ultimate game. I don't, I don't do that. I play to win from, from moment one. But just like any professional team, it is not one person, has never been one person, and it always takes a team, and it always takes specialists. You can't do it without a vast array of specialists. And so as I went and put this out today, I basically called horseshit on Karen Fan, and I called horseshit on Borelli, and I said, we have been asking for these for 15 months. And now they magically appear? And oh, by the way, you didn't even bother to call us? Who has all the technology, super servers, and everything to do it? And you're going to do it on somebody's home computer? No wonder they've only gone through a few. And then they explain, well, we couldn't release it. And then they explain, well, 
they wouldn't allow us to do it at this time. And then they explained, well, we were waiting on the registration list from the county. And then Borelli said, well, we never got that. We got it from another place and we just begun doing it. I told them 15 months ago, we don't need the freaking registration list. The signatures and the people are ready, available out there. Let us get to work on this. And they even admitted, Borelli in his own text, because he's not a technologist, but he is a ruler. And the default of rulers, especially certain types of rulers, that can never be wrong and can't face people man-to-man, will always believe they're right. And instead of just accepting somebody you don't like them, but that's the person with the talent you should do with it. We should deal with it because this is about the people. So my point is, here we sat on the eve of the statute of limitations, and now they're playing a new game, so I'm going to take you through the new game. I apologize, but you need to know this. I have always told you, and there are thousands and thousands of you watching, I have always told you I will be transparent with you. And so I'm going to give you the transparency you make up your mind. First rule, what is a statute of limitations? A statute of limitations is a law that restricts the amount of time a plaintiff has to file a lawsuit. It helps to ensure that the legal process moves forward and that evidence is still available and fresh in the minds of the witnesses. When the statute of limitations has run, there is no longer an entitlement to take legal action on a matter. This gives a serious responsibility to people who may wish to file the lawsuit. Pay attention to they say it's not fresh in people's minds and the evidence may disappear. We certainly know in this process the evidence disappear. Uh, I Gave you that information too. US 42 1974, US 42 1984, US 5220-701 that says you have to keep this as evidence that the lawmakers didn't even know existed. They had no idea with some of these lawmakers in Arizona when I'm telling them this. They had no idea it was on the books. So we always knew there was a deadline and that evidence would be destroyed. But you also know the more the left writes junk, the more they astroturf over people's minds and the more the left tells you those suits got dismissed, there was nothing there. So you can read it again in the statute of limitations, what it restricts. It is all based on the process moving forward fast, but it's the responsibility of the people who wish to file the lawsuit. That's us. That's all of us fighting for you in Arizona, all of us fighting for the nation. Now, here's the word sausage they're going to use. Ah, but we have the discovery rule. Well, here's what discovery rule means. Discovery rule uh, can affect when a statute of limitations begins to run. In some cases, an injury that caused a wrongful death was not apparent when it was first occurred. This is usually due to the nature of the injury itself. The statute of limitations will begin then at the time the injury is discovered 
or reasonably should have been discovered, consider a statute of limitations that is, for instance, two years long. Normally, the clock would start ticking as soon as the injury occurred. But if the injury is reasonably discovered one year after it occurs, the two-year period begins on the day of discovery. Not every state applies the discovery rule in the same way. Get it? How it's used depends on the circumstances. So now the people in Arizona says, oh, wait, but we got the discovery law, so the clock starts now. I'll continue. See, the discovery rule is technically modifies the rule that the statute of limitations occurs on the accrues on the date of injury. In essence, the discovery rule postpones the accrual of the statute of limitations until the plaintiff actually discovers their injury or the cause of their injury or should have discovered their injury had they exercised reasonable diligence. Well, I'm about to tell you that a full forensic audit is reasonable diligence. Therefore, Arizona, you have a problem. See, I know that the attorneys are telling you, ah, don't worry, it's the rule of discovery. I'm telling you, they're blowing smoke up your skirt. Do you know why? These incidences... No signatures, signatures not matching, allowing ballots to count. The injury occurred during the election on Election Day, and there are hundreds of of affidavits that attest to it. There are hundreds of reports that that occurred. This freaking injury was known. By the way, I disclosed it in my report. Doug disclosed it in his report. You have a problem, Arizona. You have a problem that you've let attorneys, attorneys speak you, and you've let politicians waddle you down a path knowing there's a problem, knowing it will be challenged because the injury date is November 3, 2020, and these things were known then. And nobody, none of these politicians go back and read these reports. That is why I posted to you right now on Locals, go there. You don't have to get behind a paywall, so don't bitch. Just follow and sign up, and you can download the document. And you will see everything that was put out by this report in Arizona talked about previously. All I'm saying here, folks, is we have a problem. The problem we have is this was known. These things were known. And because nobody talked, because games were played that if you didn't wear a bow tie or play right, you're not part of the clique, And everybody thinks it's a scorecard instead of doing what's right for America. And so many people talk out their ass. You blew it. You blew it. And I have discussions with GOP attorneys begging them to take the case. And they say, we're not taking anything from 2020. And you actually think you're going to sue on it? 
when the GOP has put down a mandate, do not talk about it. Uh, yeah, you're playing games. And you're playing games with the American people because you are not doing it in a fashion that pays back the people that got you the audit in the first place. You'll run victory laps that you talked about an audit and said you want it done. They didn't hear all the crap behind the scenes and the shit you said all the time because they're not exposed to it. But you'll take victory laps. You've got it done and have taken a lot of those victory laps. But see, to you, it's a game and you've played this game for a long time. I promise truth and transparency. And yes, I understand you will more likely retaliate, which will only further verify what you're about. It's the way the game's played. We're going to just go through this really quick. I'm not going to like dig into a lot of it, but look, this stuff was talked about. It's just that simple. Okay. It's just that simple. It was all known after the election that there were people that voted that their IDs were issued after the election. We already knew it. It was already out there. There were IDs that were canceled. Not good. The Arizona Newspapers Board of Supervisors says you're full of crap. It's in the report. Yes, there were double IDs. It's in all the reports. Always has been. Those are illegal reports. The press, the Senate, and the everybody ignored it. But here's a new report, and it's all of a sudden magically new. Horse crap. Voters having two ballots cast in their name, already in the report. Names, dates, everything not matching over and over and over and over again. People signing for them. Accounts merged, but counting both votes, not reporting it to the authorities, already in the audit reports. Fake signatures, already in the audit reports. Stamped signatures, stamped signatures, folks, already in the audit report. Blanks, double lines, every possible combination they could do. Not holding the envelopes right, letting envelopes go through that should have never been counted, taking the ballot out of the envelope when it should have been disqualified because if a vote's not allowed, the affidavit envelope containing the early ballot shall not be opened by law. But they did it anyway and ran them through. This violated the federal Help America Vote Act, but they did it anyway. It was in all the reports. Signature stamps, signature inside, signature inside what? Signatures that don't even belong to the voters. It's there, has always been there. Registrants that were put in after the fact, after the election. Yep, all, all there, over and over and over. Dead voters. Special ballots unable to sign because of COVID. Crap, there's nothing that allows that. Voter unable to sign due to COVID. So what I'm saying, Arizona, you have a problem. You have a problem. You can't just sign an X. Got a lot of votes like that, by the way. You can't just have it. No witness markings. You can't have it, but you allowed it. By the tens of thousands. All the signatures missing, not supposed to be later than 7 p.m. All of the chain of custody is blown. I have the goods and have shown it. You didn't deal with it then. 
over and over. This particular signature right here, this is a good one. Because see this little signature right here? That person signed an incredible amount of uh, a chain of, the, chain of custody documents. Wow. You're not supposed to sign for other people. Talked about that too. Fake names. Same names that's not uh, correct for the person, but they just took it anyway with a bullshit scribble on it. Pointed that out too. 1,400 voters that were canceled by uh, Arizona. Why? Because they were deceased. Bottom line is those were vetted out. He said they weren't true. Brnovich, they were true. They voted. Multiple dead people voted. All kinds of dead people voted. Over and over and over. 33,881 dead votes since 2016. And therefore, why I am angry about this is because we don't talk. Because the politicians poison everybody, the operatives poison everybody, and they don't talk to people that have already seen this and said, let's do this. By the way, I want to point out a, a very simple question. We said there were 406,000 ballots that were manufactured by the machines. They said there's no way the machines manufacture it. That's a lie. Let me ask you a stupid-ass question. Now, granted, I'm a dumbass. I am. I'm totally ignorant. But can you tell me why you're finding Colorado ballots, electronic versions of Colorado ballots, and other counties in Maricopa County? They obviously didn't have the paper ballot. So how in the hell do you find a digital version? You know how you find the digital version? Because they're mucking with the machines. And when you have people in remote places mucking with the machines, trying to keep track of it all, it's the small moves they're eventually going to screw up. And that is why you can find ballots from another state digitally in the system. And you want proof there's a problem with the machines? I don't understand this. I don't understand. I do understand politicians trying to keep their jobs. That's all they're doing. They're trying to get to their big paydays. They're trying to let their terms run out so they get their pensions. But what happened to knowing you have a duty to the United States of America first? Sonny Borelli, you said on Bannon, he asked you questions, why didn't Cyber Ninja showed it? I don't know, because you didn't read the fucking report. But you will get on the road and claim you're Mr. Integrity. Voting integrity, voting integrity. You're a bullshit politician. You, sir, are a poser. I'm calling you out. You better believe it. I am calling you out because many times you've stabbed me behind the back and you are not even man enough to even have a debrief on this. But you do have, you will get on TV if you can and claim ignorance. You'll take the accolades. You just won't take the ass kick, kiss, uh, kicking that should come with it. And I'm certainly not going to kiss your ass. 
We don't have to be friends. I don't care about it. But you know what you have to do? When you got elected in office, and I imagine you're throwing shit at your TV shit or your phone right now, plotting your revenge. It's the way you do it. I got it. But you know what? What happened to these politicians in Arizona realizing it's not about you? It's about every voter in your state. And by the way, you're the domino. But because you played politics and you let your little snowflake fee wings get hurt, you're not going to look at certain people's stuff because they said something bad. Jovan uses cuss words. <gasps> Are you really that shallow? And you're a Marine? And you're a Marine? Aren't you supposed to be bulletproof and able to take this shit? Aren't you supposed to fight for your country? Legitly? Yes, I know you term out in 2024. That way you don't have to worry about it. Because you're not up for re-election. You'll term out. I got it. But never have you ever gotten a download on everything that happened, how it happened, or whatever. You and Fan played games over personal vendettas instead of revealing to the people what happened and holding your obligations. Because you put the party before the people. In my book, you forfeited your place in history. Because just like Brnovich, now on 60 Minutes, saying nothing happened, we all know it's not true, you had the ability to go down in history for doing what was right for the voters of, Amer of Arizona and for the same time the voters of America, but you didn't have what it took because you're worried about what other people think. Maybe you're worried about you can't sell your company if you blow the whistle too hard. I don't know what your motive is. I do know you, you were not truthful and you were not transparent. And now here we are again that I'm telling you, if we would have all just talked, this shit wouldn't have happened on my watch. We would have helped everybody through it. We would have beat all these deadlines and we would have had this long ago. And you even admitted it on your own damn text. Well, we were waiting for this and we didn't get it, but we didn't need it anyway. No shit. You've only been told that for well over a year. What's new now? Oh, that's right. Deadline day. I can forgive a lot of things in life. But I cannot forgive people that act like traitors. I cannot forgive people that don't have the courage to face what's right in front of them. I watch all of you bash guys like General Flynn and Patrick Byrne. You know what Patrick's done? Even though y'all bash him because he's not as Jesus friendly. Patrick has chewed my ass from one side of another to push me along and to get things done. He was never afraid of it. He did what was right. That I respect. Oh, he did what you didn't do, guys. You didn't fund the audit. Not a dime. But he did. And you don't value that. 
Why? Why? What made you elected officials so fucking special? What made you to decide that you could decide our future for us, that we would be better if we just played the game and did it your way? Now, I am not laying blame on the people who've done this fine work in Arizona that are now pissed at me because I exposed this. Well, we only got it 30 days ago. By the way, I'm not talking to you. You're inconsequential in this. I'm talking to the politicians and the attorneys, and the attorneys knew this. The GOP has told you in Arizona, even though you know, even though you know there were 126,000 ballots with bleed-through Sharpies with an additional 2.1 million votes on them that clogged the machines and give, gave them time, you have the GOP telling everybody, you must tell people to vote with the, the markers. They're telling people, don't vote with blue pins. Vote early. Don't vote on Election Day. The GOP's doing that. Why? Because they can't get out of their own way because they think they know. Or they're crooked. I can't find anybody these days that stands behind the GOP. None. I do know what you do when you find out these senators and reps don't stand behind the GOP. You run them out. You take them off of committees. You banish them. You don't fund their campaigns. And you have the gall and balls to talk about they don't tell us what to do, meaning corporations. When you fucking control every politician out there on your big tit purse to pay for their campaigns and they better walk the line. Are you kidding me? You're corrupt. Yes, the GOP, you are a corrupt organization. You took $300 million, probably four, actually $400 million off of Donald J. Trump's back and played games with it and put in your favoritism people and ran out America first people. You're next. We're going to get through this red wave. And then I'm personally going to train 100,000 professional rhino hunters and you're next. We are going to audit every word you've ever said, every move you've made, and we're going to expose you for what you are. So why don't you just do what's right for the people for once? Haven't you made enough money? I actually don't even care where the, the skeletons are buried. I hope you stashed $100 million back. I don't give a rat's ass. But what I do give a rat's ass about is our elections being truthful and transparent. That every legal vote, isn't it a shame that we now know we have to say where the Dems said, Every vote must count. We know that's a sham. We have to go so much further now. We now have to say every legal vote must count. It doesn't stop there. The exact way it counted when you marked your ballot. Isn't that embarrassing, politicians, that we have to actually say that? Every legal vote must count the exact way the voter wrote the vote on the ballot originally. I don't care if you've been ripping off the system. Good. More power to you. You have to live with that. But I do care about this day forward. America's suffering, folks. 
We've lost confidence in our judges, in our courts, in our politicians, our lawmakers, our legislators, our healthcare system, our three-letter agencies. Don't you think we've heard enough, or are you hell-bent on destroying everything? I don't care what dirty, dastardly deeds you've done. Why don't we just wipe the slate clean and you do what America wants you to do to save America? I'm sure you can find other ways to rape money out of the system, but why don't you just fix our freaking elections unless you're participating in the overthrow of our country? And then I do care about what you do. Yes, I know. All hell is going to break loose when this video goes and you watch it. I know it. I can see the moles and operatives and agents now crawling all over me. I know how you work. But if I'm willing to give my life for it, I have nothing to lose. I've already made that decision. But it's not about me and it's not about you. It's about 330 million Americans, even if they don't know it, even if they're leftists, that if our elections aren't done right, we all lose. America goes down. If America goes down, every country in the world goes down. We sink into like a Lord of uh, uh, Rings, Saragon, Mordor, pit of hell. Why can't you see that? I'm telling you right now, money doesn't fix that. Money doesn't make you sleep at night. Money doesn't fix your soul or your, your conscience. It's great for having fun, running around, but you're going to find you're going to be doing a lot with that money because you're trying to erase the guilt of what you did to this country, and it will always be there, and it will nag at you. Money doesn't erase that. I don't know what it takes for the conservatives in the United States of America to back each other up, to have one group phone call and put your Jesus crap, your I'm better than you, oh, oh don't cuss, you're going to hurt my feelings, I'm a politician and you're not, away, and put all the experts in the room and figure this out and march to the same plan. That is why the left kicks our ass. Because, see, in their room, they can have an adulterer, a Chinese agent, right, a pedophile, somebody who you might get dead, and they'll all look the other way, but they do one thing exceptionally well. They stay on target with the program and on message, and they get it done. Why can't we learn from those who steal from us? We don't have to be criminals, pedophiles, robbers, but we can all bind together. We can all share information. You don't have to have the same God as me. None of us do. We only have to have one thing, and that's the desire to save our nation. But most of you can't even do that because you're so bigoted and small-minded and petty and worried about what others will think, that you can't bring yourself to do what is right for this nation. This is bigger than every one of us. 
We're all here for a reason in this history that's playing out right now. I am begging, specifically the Arizona GOP, get your shit together. Quit playing a game with our children and grandchildren because you think you know better. Fire your bullshit attorneys who have tossed suits and gave you bad information. I wouldn't stand for it in my corporation. Why do you stand for it in your government? Why don't you just be truthful and transparent? I can lay down my sword, offer my hand that we'll figure this out together if you can do it. But folks, Borelli, Karen Fan, who said, I'm not going to meet with him. He made me bad. You think I don't hear every one of those words? You think you have loyal people around you? Let me tell you what. You think you have a lot of ass kissers around you, but what you have around you are a lot of Americans that are disgusted with you, and they can't believe their ears at what you say to them, but they're willing to play the game so we always have the information. You should be ashamed. We have a country to save. We have a country to save. We do not have time to lose. We do not have time to waste. We don't have time to screw off. And we don't have the luxury of mistakes.